Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 23. Back in Detroit, our first time since WrestleMania 3. This time we're at Ford Field, and it looks amazing. The product is just okay. Uh, it, is, it opens really, really strong, and then it ends a few hours later. Uh, you are not hearing the sweet sounds of Peter Gabriel because in 2007 it was time to go to, to more butt rock. So it's a lot of butt rock you're listening to right now. Blame the WWE. Uh, I would like to point out that this episode was uh, recorded a little differently. We actually start with the wrestling rather than the pomp and circumstance. But don't worry, we did talk about three separate montages before any wrestling began, but that lasted about a half an hour, so we decided to cut that. Uh, once again, butt rock is what you're listening to right now. Aretha Franklin did sing America the Beautiful, and she did not dress up for this event whatsoever. Anyways, here is Chris Kelly and I on WrestleMania 23. Can we get to wrestling? Yeah, let's get to wrestling. Cool. So it's a Money in the Bank match, and uh, here's our, our parade. So we have Jeff Hardy making his first appearance in WWE in a, in a Mania in five years. He's been out uh, in the competition for it's a few been a years. Ma- it's been a minute. Where was he, TNA? Yeah. Cool. Because he wouldn't go to rehab. <laughs> so he went to TNA instead. Did he ever go to rehab? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, bef- between TNA and going back to the WWE. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But then he went again after after Punk demolished him. Cool. Yeah. Uh, King Booker, Booker T. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Doing the time-tested gimmick of winning the King of the Ring and then becoming a real king. Uh Finlay again, <laughs> Sh- with a shillelagh in hand. Oh, boy. Uh, CM Punk making his proper WrestleMania debut when he's not a prop for John Cena. There's his intro music. Are you, you going to play? Oh, I'm playing just the first 15 seconds of Cult of Personality. I know, not but it's not. Butt rock. No, I know it's not. Just the same way when we played Cena's first Mania, it was, his, it was not him rapping yet theme song. Yeah, I know. And you still play. Now then forever, it's John Cena rapping in, in Living Color. Not the TV show in Living Color, just Living. Do you think for MMA when Punk debuts, it's going to be the in Living Color theme? That'd be a great like tip of the hat. Yeah, that's. he'd be like, hey, Brandon. <laughs> Like in the pipe bomb when he waves to uh, Colt. To Colt. Yeah, he'd be like, here's a reference for you. Yeah. Uh, he is the first official ECW superstar at WrestleMania, which is a weird claim to make, but it, first ECW, like, asterisk of this new first brand. First WWE-owned ECW superstar. Yes. Um, with his horrible post-hardcore theme. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, uh, whose gimmick is that he says his name into a microphone. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I hate this guy. I really hate him. Was he a face or a heel? No uh, joke. I I think he was over, but he was like supposed to be. You know, I made tweener. He was like heelish. But I thought he was supposed to be a, a heel because it's like I'm the McMahon's a Republicans. This is Kennedy. But then again, it's Vincent Kennedy. Kennedy. McMahon. That's why he took Kennedy. Huh? Or All they right, gave whatever. him Kennedy. Wait, yeah. is Vincent Kennedy McMahon's real real name Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Yes. Okay. Uh, he is described as the fastest rising star in SmackDown, uh, which was how Cena was built in his first time. Uh, here's a spoiler alert. Mr. Kennedy is no John Cena. So um, then there's uh, Fat Hardy, Randy Orton, and Edge. It's a really good card. 
Yeah, R- really quick. The re- before the wrestling, well, people are being introduced. Yes. That's when you see your, the posters for the first time. Mm-hmm. They did not catch a certain poster really, really close. I don't know if you noticed this. Um, it's Vince is not a millionaire. Net worth equals, and then as soon as you could read it, the camera cuts away. <laughs> He's in the back. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> camera two. <laughs> so uh, did you notice that? No, side? I did. Yeah, it's only visible during the intros nice. to the money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, they were like, "Oh, money that we no, we should not show that one." <laughs> yeah. So once really quick, um, Jeff Hardy scares me the same way Slipknot scares me because you don't know what he's capable yeah, of. I'm just afraid. Because any any guy any grown man who dresses like he's at Hot Topic Mm-mm. can't Mm-mm. trust him. I'm no, not a fan. Nope. And uh, he will uh, he will bring light. You know what the kind of stuff he does that he shouldn't do. Oh, it's especially in, in this. this match. Yes. Um, but a lot of the the opening. Um, you know, setting up. There's a lot of this stuff where it's almost going back to like attitude era comedy. Um, Booker's gimmick was that he was a king, but if you remember a couple times ago, he did. He thought it was Einstein's theory of relatives and stuff. <laughs> That's still his gimmick. Yeah. He pulls out underneath the uh, underneath the, the the ring. He pulls out a stepladder. I actually did some research between the last recording and this one. Booker T and his wife are still together. Okay, good. Same woman. I'm so happy for them. Go for, go Booker. Yeah. 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 Mr. T. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about this match. I'm sorry. There's no fucking story other than, like, it's the money in the bank. We want to... Yeah, no. And there's a lot of stupid things that people do. Like, uh, uh, Edge suplexes Matt onto a ladder, and that looks like it hurts. Uh, Mr. Kennedy misses a senton. Are you talking about the Jeff Hardy ladder shot on Edge? No. Because that's that's a massive one that's later. Yeah, you've got to build up to something crazy like that. Uh, You get Kennedy doing a senton off the neck... Off the... uh, uh, Turnbuckle missing, hitting his neck on the ladder. That's stupid. Oh God. Uh, Jr. Always great. The Hardys are Home Depot experts. Uh, as everyone's beating each other up with ladders. Oh, is this the match where there were all six announcers were calling it? Yes, because oh it is all three. God. It's so complicated. Yeah. They don't speak Clark. over each other, but it's extremely difficult to tell who is speaking. And you would think that they all have recognizable voices, but even when it's six guys, even Jr. kind of sounds like Taz. You know what I mean? There's just too much. Uh, there the, is one great line. I don't know if you what do. Else you have do any great lines from the announcers during this match? The uh, there's a JBL one later. Which one is the, the reaction to the the huge thing that I'm building up to? Okay. Yeah. I'll let you do it. <laughs> no, I mean there's just. Um, I don't want to step over it. I'm yeah, serious. yeah, no, no. There's that. Yeah, Jeff does that sit out suplex on Orton. There's just like crazy stuff. Then. Edge, there's a ladder outside, which is a spot they do a lot where it's it's from the ring to the barricade, and it's just sitting there waiting for someone to go through it. So Edge, uh, Matt puts Edge on it, and then Jeff is going up to get the on the ladder, and he's like, "Is he going to get the briefcase or is he going to help his brother?" So he decides to do a twenty foot, uh, like seated senton where you just jump and straddle the guy, and it goes right through Edge and the ladder, and that's when JBL is like, "Damn that Jeff Hardy! He had it. He could have won it." And that's when J- JBL, like at this stage, he really is like, like more Jr. Junior. It's kind of no, great. no. Mine is the exact opposite. Okay, mine is before that. He goes, size does matter. Ask my ex-wife, <laughs> which is a funny thing because he's like, is he saying he's got a small dick? <laughs> if so, that makes me like him so much yeah, more. Yeah, this is like this is like Cena being an STD. It's like what? <laughs> How do you think this works? But here's the here's my note. I think that was JBL. Because there's six guys, I can't I even really, really tell. tell. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a it's a problem with this era when they had three things they were trying to run as brands. I was just watching Royal Rumble 2008 
And it's the same thing. It's like six people calling it. And it's it's not like they only had to call their own guys. They just had to all find their spots. And the thing that's a little disappointing about it is none of the, <laughs> this is a weird thing to say. They're all okay. You're right. 100% fine with them calling any other match. It's just, hell, even four, when they had four people call, that was pretty good. Yeah. But maybe it was opening it. You couldn't distinguish their voices. You know what I mean? You had that, that problem happen in the early ones where, like, Heenan wasn't there to set the tone. Yeah, You exactly. kind of need, like, to see what the set the stage with some guys and you would think that it doesn't matter when it's a when like there literally is no story other than get no but you still need something i don't care other than like seeing cool spots and that's this is just a spot fest i mean randy orton does like oh yeah after that hardy and edge spot right it's like are these guys okay there's paramedics rko out of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah three rko out of nowhere um he they there's a lot in this where they're setting up stuff that's you can tell it's not to get the briefcase, and it kind of takes it you out mean of it. Hornswoggle wasn't really going to get the briefcase. Uh, do you want to explain who, what Hornswoggle? No, is? I really don't. Okay, we can just move on. No, uh, we need to. Yeah, no, it's he's uh, a big part of this match. Well, he's a little part of this match. Horrible uh, person, you're a horrible person. Yeah, um, that was. He's still on the roster. He's been out because he had a, but um, I think he uh, failed a wellness test. Oh fuck! He's doing steroids, which is adorable. <laughs> And uh, I don't think they work that way. Um, he was, they describe him as, as Finlay's little bastard. He was a he's leprechaun. He's not Irish. He's a, <laughs> he's a little person who played a leprechaun on TV. He would like come out from the rig and <laughs> like. not Irish. No, I think oh it's just, they needed, a, they needed a, a leprechaun for Finlay, obviously. Yeah. Oh my God. He's a big part of Swerved. Um, Is he really? He's on it a couple times because they oh can like, like that's a jackass thing. Have a midget man. It's a great. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the the RKO is out of nowhere. At one point, he puts there's two ladders together for the express purpose of RKOing uh, Punk off a ladder. It's like nowhere close to the briefcase. They no, yeah, no, there's not. Right around that, uh, Booker T chooses to go like protect his wife rather than get the briefcase. Yeah, because like Matt Matt's holding her hostage. Yeah, and JBL just says to trade her in. He goes to hell with her. I've I've left plenty of women. He's a better kid. He's kind of like if you take some of King's stupid heel stuff and like Jr.'s tone and Jr.'s. I mean, he does have the pathos at some at some points. Jamie, yeah, he's the he's closest kinda, we get to Heenan as an announcer yeah. post Heenan, but he just isn't. Like, he's no, he's too never going to be. Yeah, and it's so easy to be Heenan. Like, it's really easy. Just no one has the commitment to do it. Yeah, no one has the commitment to go out there on live TV and say there's no Santa Claus. It's the best. Oh, I yeah. We should mention what you're talking about. I yeah. yesterday went down a, a lovely uh, Piper promo and other people promo uh, spiral, and I my absolute favorite. Fifteen minutes. I think it's Tuesday Night Titans. Is that it? It's some. It's or, the other one. Primetime wrestling. Primetime wrestling, and it's um it's the show that was on in the late '80s, and it was Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan hosting, and then like. Uh, Piper for cutaways. Yeah, and it was the Christmas Christmas night episode. And for the first seven minutes, Heenan loses a bet, so he's Santa, and then he breaks kayfabe. <laughs> it says there is no Santa, and then Piper loses it. Yeah, and beats him up. Piper represents all that is good and holy. And he has kids, and he didn't want you know. Oh, it's so great. It's great. Whenever he talks about his kids, it's like, oh, it's a work shoot. I don't know what's going on. This is great. <laughs> oh, I wanted was a family. And instead, you got WrestleMania 23. Oh, it's so good. Uh, there's a great JR line. Uh, Finlay would rather taste his own blood than Irish potato soup, which I don't <laughs> understand what that means. <laughs> of Is course. this one of those manias where looking back, it was a lot more fun than I remember? 
Wait, which way? This because like does this seem fun to you? Yeah, it really does. Okay, yeah, it was. This is more fun than watching this. Okay, yeah. Uh, Of course, Hornswoggle is. You know, he's in the match, so someone's going to do something horrible to him. So off the ladder, Kennedy does a rolling sense on off the ladder. That that looked like it hurt. Did they break him? Like at one point, you're like, they murdered a man. (laughs) This is the closest we've seen. Then they have a tiny casket match. (laughs) Uh, CM Punk happened, right? Oh, man. They've had to have There's had a, a tiny g- casket I have match. To, I, I'll have to think of the next time we have Hornswoggle. There's a, there was a, <laughs> they did a little person match that was pretty... Uh, at Mania? I'm trying to remember. There's it's kind of a, I'm drawing a blank on it. But yeah, at horrible. one point, you know, Punk is really over at this point. Uh, yeah, pretty He's quick. getting CM Punk cheers throughout the whole place already. Mm. Lots of posters for yeah. Punk. Yeah. Real, and this is 07? Yes. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Dropkicks the ladder, all that, but uh, Kennedy comes in and uh, ends up winning it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they push that guy to the moon. Um, he, I I have notes that are abbreviated. I can't. He he got like he was just injured all the time. He ended up being released in two thousand nine. This was a twenty four minute match. To longest open of the night. Mania. No, second oh, longest of the night. The last one goes like twenty nine, right? That's pretty great. Yeah, that's not the worst way to open this thing. Yeah. It does kind of have a thing where you do get a little, for some of this other stuff, you get a little exhausted. Like, you do get a little exhausted, but because it's like they earn it, mm-hmm. you're never really bored. You're just more tired. Right. And since there's no there's no other like... There's no reason for this to exist. No, but there's no other like uh, gimmick matches as far as weapons and stuff. Like no. sometimes this happens, this happened recently at the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs pay-per-view where they did the tag... TLC mm-hmm. and it was amazing and then the rest of the night people are like oh a garbage can whoop de do you know yeah, like exactly. this at least this is the only one they're doing of this so yeah that was a big then we the go night. to the premiere of Stone Cold Steve Austin the largest movie premiere of the century <laughs> I forgot this movie existed uh, it's on on demand I think it's on like Hulu condemned yeah and they've got like is the, it a remake I feel like it was a remake ugh it's still, It's a great idea for a movie, and it makes sense to cast Stone Cold. I'm not joking. What is the movie? Um, it's essentially like they're. It's a Hunger Games movie, but adults. Okay, yeah. They're, they're all gonna die. <laughs> One lives, except for Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's good. So yeah. they had they. I guess that was their big thing they did that week was a premiere. Yeah. It's no brunch. It's no 5K. No. Um, Real disappointed. Yeah. After that, uh, they cut to a Mr. Kennedy promo. So who cares? Yeah. And then we get our baby Batista vignette. So the baby animal. I don't know. It's oh, these yeah. the the vignettes. None of them. Once you see one, you go, okay, I get it. They're yeah, gonna... my note is we're doing this kid thing all night. I thought it was like a one and done. Nope. nope. There are throughout we and not even the whole day. We're not... using them. <laughs> they didn't pay these people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is our next match. The great. Kelly and Kane. I didn't yeah. realize the great Kali was still like in the company until like recently. Yeah, this is when he could still um, walk. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, watching him in the, it doesn't take very long before his body. He is massive. Yeah. Um, on paper, this makes a lot of sense. Him versus Kane. I I get it. This is the match I was saying. They're they're doing redoing in a very cheap way. Uh, Andre getting body slammed by Hogan. At one point, I mean, I think Kane literally body slams him at one point. The crowd is so quiet because nobody cared about this. Yeah, guy. Kane gets a little bit, and and mm-hmm. like it's it's more out of respect. No one's booing. No, but there's nothing. 
Yeah, I mean, just, there's no here. hatred. Who's the heel? Seriously, Ooh, I don't. Kelly, I guess. No one's booing. Right. Well, he or can't. Che- it's just like, all right. Yeah, I even put he can't. Kelly can't move, and uh, this it, he looks worse later. We'll see him at other movies. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Kane is great. Yeah, for Kane, what he's given, he tries. Yeah, I think this. I didn't write who said it, but it sounds like the king. He doesn't speak English. There's no way to reason with him. That might have been JBL as well, too. So, uh, But, yeah, the whole thing is that he's 7'4", and he makes Kane look small, and what's Kane going to do? So Kane brings out a hook and chain at one point. Yeah. Uh, which is you're not allowed to do. Um, he hits, uh, hits him in the... Kane hits him in the crotch and then body slams him so we can have our... That's the moment that they're just going to... They use it in the closing montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then... Uh, Kelly cl- choke slams him for the for the win, and then chokes him out with the chain just because. Okay, moving on. Uh, I looked at the rest of the card after that match, and I just got real disappointed because they. I realized, oh shit, they peaked at number one, <laughs> and we're just getting started. Yeah, this is not. Uh, this is not a great match. I have notes about this era at the end. I think is the best time um, for it. So then we have another montage, and it's even weirder because it's the divas montage for the kids. <sighs> I just said, there's a joke in there about the king, but I'm just going to let it lie. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Eugene. our friend Eugene. Eugene, baby. Yeah. Oh, shit. How is this still on the air? Oh, my God. This is 2007. They have a special needs wrestler and his friend's crime time, which is... 50 Cent, sheep 50 Cent imitators. Crime time. I know, but like okay. they're, they're, they're dressed like the cover of Get Rich or Die Trying. Yes, but it's... Uh, they're called Crime Time <laughs> with a Y instead of an I. Uh, and Crime Mula's Time is there. dancers. Oh, yeah. Moolah's there. Fuck Moolah. We have to say that. A legally. record skips when they cut to... <laughs> m- yeah. And uh, Slick is there. He does not look good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dusty's there. Yay, Dusty. Yes. Dusty, for some reason... Because if you're going to have someone pretending to be black... For some reason, Dusty. Dusty could appear in all these horribly like racist and homophobic and sexist pros. And I was like, oh, it's fine. It's Dusty. <laughs> Yeah, but this is just so they can get all their little gimmicks out there. It's like the gimmick battle royale, but the gimmick promo. Yeah, it's Dusty, Jimmy Hart, IRS, and then I realized Slaughter, Jimmy Snuka, Oof. first murder of the night, uh, Mean Gene. Yeah, uh, so I was like, Ron Simmons it. comes out and goes, "Damn," which I, is his catchphrase. I, I am a fan of this skit. Yeah, by the end of it, I was like, "I don't fucking care. Who cares?" <laughs> they did trying to make a buck. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, these guys had nothing better to do. Uh, then, we, they, then they show the giant shot of the football stadium. Yes. It looks awesome. No joke. It looks yeah. really great. Um, it's, yeah. I Like, that's why they do this. <laughs> Let's be honest. Right. They Just so they could rear that fucking shot for the next year and a half, and if not more. And it's worth it. Good for them. And you could tell it's in Detroit because they're big celebrities of the night, the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, that looks like Gary Shove. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it is. is. It's the Tigers. And, uh, and Pudge Rodriguez. Yeah. You can see that he was not on, like, you see the difference in steroids, not just in wrestling. <laughs> when he stopped, he was a tiny man. Uh, then it's MVP versus Chris Benoit. Yes. So MVP. Is this Horrible his debut? gimmick. It's his de- WrestleMania gim- uh, debut. debut. For sure. Yes. So he is um, <clears throat> He's inspired. When I first saw him, I was trying to place it where that would be in the culture. And it's definitely T.O. Terrell Owens? Yes. Okay. And also, in a timely reference, uh Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character and Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Those are both on Wikipedia, but I, I could oh say T.O. So he's bad. basically that he was like an MVP. He had the largest contract. That He's like, he wasn't actually, I don't, I'm, 
I didn't do any homework on him if he was actually an athlete, but it doesn't matter. Um, because he's wrestling Chris Benoit, American hero Chris Benoit. Benoit, see, you're, the line before, there's two gr- amazingly horrible lines in this match. One is, first of all, side note, Benoit gets billed from Atlanta, residing in Atlanta, even though him being Canadian is a huge thing. At some point, apparently, Vince thought that um, faces who weren't American couldn't get over. Just nonsense. <laughs> and uh, wait, wait. Let's go, real quick. Who yeah. is the most over performer of all time? Besides, it was Hogan. Sure. Then was it Andre? I know they Not they really, try to portray but... Andre as like a heel, but he was kind of over everywhere. Right. British Bulldog has to be in the top ten. No, no, no. I no. mean, as a kid, I loved British Bulldog. Warrior. Warrior yeah. was pretty fucking over. It's Michaels. It's Hart. It's Austin. Yeah. I mean, there's a, Hart's the big one. Yeah. As far as so Canada. Canadian. Yeah. There's this guy Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, he's that, from, no, he's from Washington. Why'd wanna, you bring up Daniel Bryan? You know, just because uh, I totally blanked, and I thought he was because <laughs> you know why? Because Aberdeen, Washington, is kind of close to Canada. It no, is. Uh, because we're about to talk about Moi, and there's another guy who hopefully won't kill his whole family, but takes too many shots to the head, and it's going to ruin his Daniel life. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I just finished his book. I highly recommend that you read it. Okay, it was not nearly as censored as I thought it would be. Right? How do I know it wasn't as censored as I thought it'd be? There's a couple of pages about this, about Chris Benoit yeah. and concussions yeah, and headshots. I didn't think they would be able to mention that anymore. And CM Punk. Yeah. Very surprised by this book. Also, the co-author um, who writes all the intros mm-hmm. definitely wants to have sex with Brie Bella. <laughs> definitely does. Good for him. Um, there's a line. Uh, somebody says that about Benoit. Wrestling has consumed his life. Oh, yeah. That's the That's the one. Um, also during the match, someone says that Benoit was hung up on the top rope. So those are those are both real awkward, and that's why you can't find this match if you look for it. In um, many ways, yes. Chris Benoit represents what WrestleMania is all about. That's from Cole. There you go. Yeah, that's and all And you know what? It's true, because yeah. he did headline a WrestleMania, and it was one of the best headlining matches. And yeah. he could actually wrestle, and he was amazing, and he had the dumbest finisher of all time. Yeah, you shouldn't uh, fall on your head. That's every why night. the Rock is finisher is the best. You should just lay down. <laughs> you should lay down comfortably and give out a souvenir. This is uh, there's enough storytelling here, but it's really boring. And once again, you know Benoit's on it. Oof, almost said on his way out, but he was. I mean, they was definitely they had put him back down to like upper mid card, mid card at this point. He's not headlining. This is just another match. Okay, here's an issue with this. It's really we- it's hard. It's difficult to enjoy. Uh, wrestlers in ring work when you know what happens when like outside the ring well you you also really care about like the yeah. artist and the art oh yeah and i can watch that the benoit matches and but you know, no, I, 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 I find myself like watching it and be like that's so impressive he oh no yeah oh no maybe if he didn't do that billionth headshot oh yeah no i mean there's that but i i can i can watch it i can I can try to separate it from um, the tragedy. I, I, hey, JBL, uh, I don't think Benoit is going to the Hall of Fame anytime soon. That's yeah. in the match. Yeah, there's uh, the the complete erasure of Benoit, mm-hmm. except for, I guess, books aren't kayfabe, so it's not there. Um, I don't feel comfortable talking about this match, but I do feel comfortable about talking about other things. Mm-hmm. This is not the home of the Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings play at the Joe Lewis Arena. Uh, uh, they arena don't play at in a time. football stadium. Uh, not Ford Field, no. Okay. Uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> Cole references like the home of the Red, the Red Wings. Don't play there. Is a hockey? That's a hockey team. No, but like because Canadian. I don't know why. It's I don't strange. know why. And then and uh, <laughs> okay, he 
at one point Cole's like, it's more than an arena full of people. It's like, no, 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 it's exactly that. <laughs> That's, you can't make it what it isn't. It's not a blimp full of, it's literally an arena full of people. Right. So those are the things that I focus on in a match that makes me feel uncomfortable. The other thing in this is uh, between the opening match, and I, I put the note here for some reason, uh, but we'll see this, I guess, uh, between King Booker and um, MVP and some of the guys in our ma- matches later, I think this is the blackest WrestleMania. As uh, far as on the card, say no. On the card talent, I think except for the asterisk on that would be the Battle Royale that had all the Chicago Bears. Yeah. But as far as like wrestlers, well, also the '80s the... was a hell of a lot more diverse. For you know, for the, some the weird first, reason, first like five reasons of mania, five first five years of mania, way more diverse than now. Yeah, maybe not now, but for the most of the yachts in '90s. Well, considering we're recording this on January 20th, uh-huh. and on Martin Luther King Day Monday, uh, they had a match where in the back, th- three of their black wrestlers who have nothing in common storyline wise were all put on a team together. Uh, I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see Raw yet. I guess, okay, so uh, Titus, Titus O'Neil, Mark Henry, and R-Truth were all in the back talking about their match that's coming up and, you know, and then the joke was that uh, their fourth member was Adrian Neville, or just Neville, He doesn't, have, but he's a tiny white man. Neville! Exactly. Uh, Isn't he not from America? He's British. Yeah. But he's a tiny white, and I think Titus said ad-lib something about, ah, he believes in the dream too. <laughs> and like of course, Titus. the match that's supposed to be hey we have black guys on the roster and MLK uh, the white guy gets the pin but you know it's also it's raw good. open with like a two and a half minute song montage it was a song like about the dream sung by a white man yeah a couple <laughs> I think a couple years ago uh, Seth Rollins used his finisher the curb stomp on Biggie on MLK day so they got <laughs> some uh, they got the bars set pretty I just high love that, like it's like Condoleezza Rice, Barack Obama, 44th president. You mean the guy that you make fun of is a break dancer? That yeah, president? That's the one. <laughs> I love mania. I love the WWE. Yes. Yeah, so some, somehow in the mid the mid aughts, uh, they started highlighting black wrestlers again. And we're, now we're back. It, it ebbs and flows, but we're it's back so weird. doing it again. Real quick, I don't know if this is true. Do you consider The Rock the first African-American heavyweight champion? Seriously? Yeah, no, I mean, I think they they bill him that way. Does any do do people see The Rock as black? Exactly. I don't think culturally he is seen as black. But he is. If he wants to be, does yeah. he like does he I think I don't know. I don't I don't know if he He's got an African American father. Yep. Rocky Johnson who we've seen in yep. Mania, but he's more so Samoan just a Samoan. It's its own thing. And he definitely identifies more as a Samoan wrestler. Yes. So we've had more Samoan champions than African American champions. Oh, most definitely. That's fucking weird. Yeah. All right. So after this uh, this match, my uh, favorite hands on my favorite part of the night. After this match. Oh, when? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, oh, there's two things down. they cut to. The first one you won't like because it's Undertaker, and they can't do an all grown up with him because they're not gonna have a baby on. Like it, it does really doesn't work with this baby. character. That's the one I wanted. Oh, there's two. You'll get to the other yeah. one very soon. And then we cut backstage. And Donald Trump is there. No, so what's the other one? It wasn't a baby Undertaker. It was a what? It was just him. It was just like Undertaker doing a normal Undertaker <laughs> promo. <laughs> or like, you know. Just it's stupid. Digging graves. It's just digging graves. Rest in peace. They should always cut to him at the local cemetery <laughs> digging graves. Yeah, I can imagine an hour. Got to dig some graves. Is there anything else before we cut back to Trump? You te- You didn't give it the respect it deserved. All right, then you do it. 
As of January 20th, 2016, the leader of the GOP for the presidential nomination is Donald Trump. WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump. Mr. Trump graced us with his presence at WrestleMania 4, at WrestleMania 5, at other WrestleManias that I forgot. And now he's back. He's back with the spookiest character I've ever encountered in my time watching the WWE slash F, The Boogeyman. Donald Trump is not afraid of the boogeyman. Therefore, I am no longer afraid of the boogeyman. As a character or as a man? Thank you, presidential nominee leader. <laughs> Can you do some hail to the chief under this as betting? You're like, I'm no longer no, afraid. Not yet. Not yet. All right. I do. I do. I am very grateful to Donald Trump for making me not afraid of the boogeyman. I was afraid of the boogeyman because I was always assuming, like, hey, that guy's unstable. He's a certain age, and he decided to make this his gimmick. That's not a good sign. If he's if Donald Trump's people are like, he's whatever, just go fucking be yourself, I'm okay with it. Because if Donald Trump could stand by it, I could do it too. He's a good role model for the kids is what I'm saying. I mean, to be fair, Donald Trump spends a lot of time in New York City seeing a 45-year-old man <laughs> with no teeth chewing worms. Just a Tuesday. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Do you think this is why Donald Trump wants to build a wall? Because the boogeyman keeps out only certain kinds of people, but immigrants aren't afraid of the boogeyman, so they need to build a wall because the boogeyman can scare all the immigrants? I don't like the the pro-Trump tone that this podcast is taking. I think someone needs on, in, on the campaign trail should ask him about the boogeyman, and if, if there was enough boogeymen to scare off all of the immigrants, would we need the wall? Wouldn't it be more important to just hire a bunch of boogeymen? But are, does everyone else no-sell the boogeyman like Trump did? Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah. Maybe that's how you know you're an American or not. If you no-sell the, no the boogeyman, you could come into America. <laughs> it's tough but fair. This is a thing that happened. Everything we're talking about sounds like sillies. There are things that happened. Yeah. Like, you couldn't make this up in red. Like, they, this had to have. This happen. sounds so crazy. It's so fun. I love this so much. It's a good time. I'm not joking. Sadly, this is the highlight of this mania for me. It's the ladder match is probably, honestly, like, the number one thing. I don't, but yeah. I don't I'd like rather it. watch Boogeyman and Trump for 90 seconds right. than this ladder match again. This is a great ladder match. No joke. Mm hmm. But it's like, what? I Out of it, the five we've seen, it's probably fifth or fourth. Right. And at this point, we're, we've judged like 20. We're on this our 23rd one of these. And when I rate them after, like it's th this one and the last one, we're both literally in the middle of the pack because. Oh, dude. 22 is so much better than this one. Yeah. I'll have to. Well, in our in our last show. We'll They're all blending ratings. together. Is that the one with big time? <laughs> I think so. I think that's the best. Because if anytime time. you could use a Peter Gabriel song that was released 20 years prior, I'm a fan. I enjoy that one a lot more than this. This is straight up middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, the next six. Ugh. So, All right, Hall of Fame ceremony. So Hall of Fame class that went in was Dusty, Mr. Perfect, uh, who at this point is dead, uh, Lawler, uh, Nick Bockwinkle, who just died in mm -hmm. 2015, Mr. Fuji, pretty old but mm -hmm. not dead. The still? She yeah, still pretty old. Uh, the Sheik, who had passed, the original Sheik, Jim Ross, Wild Samoans. Mm -hmm. um, they they are very good at cutting these, and if you've seen any of the stuff they've cut since Dusty has died, it's you get a little choked up. I mean, it's pretty emotional stuff. Dusty's the number two guy of talking about his kids. Mm -hmm. Piper's number one. Like right. these guys genuinely love their family. That's the word I say too much on this podcast. By the way, genuinely. Okay, I've realized that. Um, well, I think you have to in wrestling. <laughs> Say the word genuine. Which, like, oh yeah, I think that's true. I, I think, think that's why it's because just, we're constantly mm -hmm. saying which things are real and not. 
Well, Dusty in real life loves his sons, and Dusty in real life has apologized to his sons on stage in multiple companies, in WCW, yeah. in WWF, in WWE. They've made it into storylines the fact that if you're the champ in the 70s and 80s, you he didn't spend a lot of time with his kids. And he, he wants the best to make for up them. for it. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of great. And that like, honestly, it's still great uh, watching the Dusty Memorial trip, like Battle Royale. Was it a Battle Royale or Tag Team Championship? The Tag Team at NXT, yeah. Yeah, that was relatively emotional for something that's uh, got a storyline. Right. And you could tell when things get real and stuff. And that those are the moments where you're like, oh, th- that's why I like this stuff. Because even through all this, we just watch a billionaire talk with a man in face paint calling himself the boogeyman. Yeah. But I'm gen- like I'm choked up by seeing a, a father try to relate to his sons and vice versa. Yeah, and that's why that, you know, I think second behind hard times uh, as far as best Dusty promos is The Road Never Changes, which was in WCW, you know, this kind of, it's in storyline, but there's a lot of, tr- you know, humanity and truth there because he's telling his son, like, give me a chance to be, you know, be there for you, you know, and it's it's. That's why he's one of the best. That being said, mm-hmm. I liked it last year when Vince McMahon and his whole family said, God, you don't like me, and I don't like you. <laughs> so you got to have a little bit of both. That's kind of wrestling, though. You but have at the that end both. of the day, it's all about family, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, then we get uh, a part you like when they, they announce the attendance record. Thank you so much for remembering what I like. Yeah. 80,103. And uh, is that true? In reality, like how many did they pay? It's probably more. Well, it doesn't matter. It's like got bodies in there. Sure. It's, but it's definitely probably more of a real number than 97,000 or whatever the last time. <laughs> yeah. When they just number kept going up. <laughs> Throughout the event. Yeah. They had we to build another people. stadium. We built a tier. <laughs> That's crazy. All those people snuck into Sting's drum section. All right, here we go. The next match is the best match of the night or the second best match of the night? I'd say I put it as the best. I think it works. It doesn't have the best spots. That's got to go to ladder. But of course, it's, I'd say but overall story and time consistency, length, yeah, and intro. Yeah, this is the best match of the night. Yes. So this is our Undertaker match, and uh, they had pulled the uh, WWE Universe. And, oh, really quick. Yeah. Second year in a row, no uh, celebrity inductee in the Hall of Fame. Interesting. Yeah. I also have the the poll. Go ahead. Yeah. So the poll was that uh, the people chose. Undertaker to win over Batista, 82 to 18. At this point, why have the match? <laughs> Can't we just have the Undertaker AT&T poll from here on out? Yeah, when it's 100, except if Brock's there. Um, they talk up the streak, 14-0, but not as much as they have previously. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they, you know, none of the sports shit. Um, and the package is basically that Undertaker won the Rumble, and uh, he chose to face Batista. Because at this point, there's two belts, so... Three you could also get, go for the U.S. championship. No, no, it was the ECW belt. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you you beat 30, uh, you beat 29 men, and you got the ECW belt. Losers. Yes. Uh, you know, Batista, at this point, he was undefeated as champ. Um, and, you know, Undertaker, that was that was the story they wanted to tell. For the first time, they n- nailed the Taker entrance. I was going to say, they backlit him. And it looks, and like with the smoke and the light, it just looks it looks. Well, it starts awesome. with about, what, 20 druids going? <laughs> Yeah, the intros. Twenty are, cloaked men with uh, torches. The intros are so long, and this is I one, love it. This but the, one no, they Batista, nailed it though. Yeah, yeah Batista I'm okay with that. takes forever, but he's the champ, so he gets. He comes out first, which you do because of Undertaker. What is what does Ric Flair always say? Take as long as you can right. <laughs> from the curtain to the ring. That's the point. You yeah. want to do that? I'm 100 well, percent okay with. Flair that. was trying to sober up though. <laughs> 
Uh, no, and after the Druids, then they do the song. And then they do, you know, take or taking his time coming out. Um, but I do have to say, even though the intro is, this match is how long? 17 minutes, almost 17 18. minutes. So, I mean, the intros together might be five minutes, but then this match starts with a bang. Like, they go right into it. Yeah. I think he, I think Batista, like, spears him into the corner almost immediately. They they're, do. They're just beating the shit out of each other. Um, the fans are way behind Undertaker, mm-hmm. which will be a trend, uh, I think I think all the way out. Like it's very tough. No matter what story they want to tell, it's very tough to root against Taker. Mm-hmm. I think you're there with the streak. Um, he also is Batista is is you know really doing more than he'd normally do. He's doing shoulder tackles off the top rope and yeah, he's you know, going off the top rope. Yeah, period. Yeah, uh, no sells a big boot. You know he's he's going crazy, but so is Taker. Taker does his suicide dive. Yeah, that's awesome. Batista puts Taker through a table. Yes, he does his. That's like, really cool. Stand, like a running power slam through a table, from uh, one table onto another table. Yeah, and when they're brawling outside, they're like hitting staff out of the way. They're like hitting cameramen. They're just, which is kind of. It reminds me of um, like the, I think it's the first Hell in the Cell, and it's Undertaker and Michaels when they're just like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, I'm like yeah. trying to beat a man to death here. Is this the first Great Taker match? First Great Taker Mania match. I apologize, Mania match. I think the, I've, I've I think seen the, great taker. I think matches. the under. I think the um, Orton one is very good, and that had a story. That one wasn't as long. Yeah, I like that. I think that one is that one's good. It dips down because the Mark Henry one isn't great. This is really the start of the streak within the streak, where all these yeah. matches are going to be four yeah. to five stars. Yeah, I don't think the Orton one is also good because Orton was too young. Okay, and it's so clear early on. Where this one, it's like size difference. It's not that much drastic. Not yeah. drastically different. Yeah. Um. From like a who would win in a bar fight, you knew Taker versus Orton Taker would win. Right. But in a bar fight, Batista Taker, I don't know. Yeah. I think you fight that thing ten times, it's a draw. It could be. So I mean, yeah, no, I think this. That's is, how I judge wrestling. Yeah. Could, who could who could beat who up in a bar? Uh, I want to just say a few more things. Uh, the last ride is so cool. Yes. Also, the tombstone is so cool. He gets all the cool moves. Uh, tombstones are really cool. <laughs> Are you finally, if you can get beyond the streak, are you finally coming around on Taker? Oh, 100%. Like, this is the match. So this is definitely power wrestling at its best, is my note, because it really, the two of them, Batista, who is just a huge, you know, monster of a guy, them doing spears and all this stuff. um, You know, and I think at at some point, um, JBL really, like, got, like, his JR on, because he's talking about, you know the Undertaker's scars, and he's walked through fire, and he's given it that pathos. To maybe it takes it over. Then here's two big mooks beating the crap out of each other. He gave it something there, other than they wanted to fight each other. Yeah, this is an amazing match. Yeah. I would watch the mat this match anytime without the video package, without the intros, and really enjoyed. And then you add the videos, and you add the the entrance, and it's just oh, this is great. Yeah, and uh, this is the finish. This is great. the best thing on the card, and this era, you know, I, I kind of keep teasing it, but like between 23 to 29, I'd say. Is very much like the Cena era, and he's gonna sure, he's, obviously, and sure he's gonna be. A, but it really the star of Mania every year is whatever match Taker is in. I'm not gonna disagree. Yeah. That being said, I have one note for the past. <laughs> it kind of wouldn't have been better if Taker didn't care about the belt for some reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like I, and after think, this, he's a champion. I don't really give a shit. It's fucking Undertaker. And I think you at this I mean? point they were doing. I don't know how many more of these deal with the belt. Like a lot of times. You know, I feel like at this point when they've got the two championship belts, they've got the rumble. It 
the whole like the rumble starting the road to WrestleMania, it just gave them away. Otherwise, why are these two guys fighting? Sure, you and I understand that. So it's a shortcut. That being it's said, cheap. I kind of would wish he just left the belt in the ring. Like I don't fucking care. Yeah. And his whole gimmick could be like, I'm just here to remind you, you're gonna die. <laughs> like you get yeah. a big head, you're gonna die. You could keep yeah. the belt. You I'm keep it. Fuck. I'll be back. Yeah, I'm that's death. that's the gimmick. You see yeah. what I mean? I'm kind of surprised that they never ran with that. Yeah, where he doesn't. Maybe they did. It's been a long ass career for That's him. That's true. And All it's right, not so over. I completely get it. Uh, yes. Two more notes. Taker is really great at putting guys over in losses. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of Hogan. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of Hogan. And generally the opposite of Cena. No, I disagree completely. Right. This match is proof right. positive. I, I think you're giving him a lot more credit, but we'll get to it. Um, first, we cut to. Oh, do you have another note? Yeah, his celebrations are just as long as Hogan's. Right, but it's it's less to do with like look at me pump up and more to do with I'm physically taxed. Right. I am very tired. Oh yeah, and that's going to be the same thing over the next several years as like awesome. his best matches. That's awesome. Yes. Now we get to the third best part of the night. Yes. Uh, so after they do, Bobby Lashley's all grown up. We cut backstage, um, where Vince, uh, Vince is there, and and uh, Stephanie, who was pregnant last time we saw her, now has a baby. And uh, he cuts a, a he cuts a promo, promo on the baby, <laughs> direct to camera slash the baby. It's gets, violent. At, it's at one point he's like, "Dad, you're scaring the baby." He's like, "And then I'm gonna murder him. I'm gonna murder a man." And he's just like, "You shouldn't say these things to a, even if it's not the really a baby." I there. love it so much. Okay, this all builds up to like the direct to camera. I could have sworn because this is not something they haven't done. They've done projectile vomiting jokes before. They did them as often as recent as maybe 2014. Uh they build up to just she just took a trump. Yeah. That's the joke. I was I was expecting more there. I you thought, thought that, the tr- he was going to get vomit? Yeah, I could have yeah. they they had to do something else there. I think it was a mistake. They swerved you. Yeah, they did. Like Santa. I get swerved by Santa. Worst match of the night? Second worst Second worst match of the night is next, correct? Yes. So this is the ECW Originals versus, you know, the new breed. Um, so our card, the ECW Originals, uh, is Rob Van Dam, we've seen several times, Tommy Dreamer making his uh, ADW debut, Sabu, and the Sandman. And they come in the ring. Roman Reigns style. Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they come in through the crowd, and then the new breed is Elijah Burke, Marcus Corvon, Matt Stryker, and Kevin Thorne, and they're accompanied by Ariel. Um, yeah, Kevin Thorne is the hot topic vampire. That's just because it's I couldn't pick out some of these guys. Um, Here's the problem with this: you know. the pacing is all fucked up. It's a relatively short match. Everyone's trying to get spots, which makes sense, but right. like. It just doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. The ECW guys couldn't wrestle during their prime, so what are the chances they can wrestle a ten years after their prime, right? And it just that type of. First of all, they couldn't do matches without you know props. That was the whole thing. They they wrestled like that because they couldn't do technical stuff. They couldn't do mad stuff. They couldn't really tell stories without hitting you over the head with a kendo stick. So it's eight men in a ring, mm-hmm. and the match is less than eight minutes long. So everyone's got a minute to like get a spot. It's not happening. Yeah, I think Tommy Dreamer's in there for like three minutes. Right. Van Dam's in there for like three minutes. What are the other guys gonna do? Like that's it. You don't have any time. Like, yeah. Um, but this is kind of stupid, and it's also it's on a minor point. Um, it is kind of weird, like when not weird at all, because we've seen them do it and they'll continue to do it. But like when people come in, like all those guys in the ECW guys, sure it was ten years ago, but like Dreamer, ten years at this point in two thousand seven, Dreamer and uh, Sandman had like huge feuds. Like 
throwing cigarettes in each other's eyes. Like, stuff you couldn't, you know, like, you can't go, all right, well, now we're on the same side. Like, it just erases. And it's kind of like what they did at, at 31, where it was like, oh, we're all NWO. It's like, yeah, you guys are all feuded all the time. Like, Sting and NWO, that was the premise of the company, was that they fought. They're not going to come out to save him. It doesn't make any storyline sense. But that's what happens when you win. Yeah, and uh, Tommy Dreamer, uh, still wrestling. in. Uh, he's probably doing house shows right now for the WWE. 20, right, let's now just he's, move on. Now he's 20 care. years past his prime. Uh, now it's the best as a kid promo. It's Stone Cold as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And his dad, he, I guess he got picked on or something, and his dad said, uh, here's a can of whoop-ass. <laughs> Go open it up on, on them, those fools. I thought in real life Stone Cold had a bad relationship with his biological father and a good relationship with his stepdad. Maybe. Didn't he like adopt the name or something like that? Yes, I, don't know. I thought so. I yeah. don't know. Whatever. I don't give a shit. He beats his wife. And then there's a plug for Orlando yeah. Mania. At the Citrus Bowl. Did that happen? Yeah. Damn it. These all, I think, happened. Okay. Um, and then we uh, cut to our celebrity. Yeah. Thomas the Hitman. Real big air quotes on that one. Thomas the Hitman. Hearns. It's a boxer. Um, strangely enough, I was watching Raw 97, and that was the only other connection he has to wrestling is that he got, he confronted when Brett was a heel. He was like, "Oh, Hitman Hearns stole my nickname." Oh, and they fought, and like Hearns beat the crap out of Neidhart or something. Was Hearns rest- boxing in two thousand or ninety seven, or was he? I think he was retired even then. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, so because he looks old, he's like yeah, he's, he's 50. old, yeah. not old, old, but you know what I mean. Yes. Um. So this after that we get to our our package for your favorite match of the night or the, the battle of the billionaires. Yes. Um. And they they have this thing called excess, which was that their fake extra. I think so, because it's like a like, access. It's an it's announcer we've never heard of yeah. at like random shitty press events, right? And they get to make it look like that they were able to get a legit entertainment entertainment people to they cover got, this. Yeah, why didn't they just ask Maria Menounos? She was already at the time like on TV. She's a fan. She actually wrestles in Mania. No, but they get like Elway, Travolta, Shatner. They get Jewel. Yeah, Jewel. They get all these people, but you know they. Like it, they make it look oh, like like the Wild Hogs premiere. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> they make it look like they're all they were all there for Mania, but it's clearly no, not. No, no, they don't. No, they no, don't. no. But they make no, it they look like Hollywood. This was... No, it's like Hollywood's a buzz, which is even all right. worse. All right. So I thought they're they're trying to make it look like people actually cared. That's what they're trying to do. Yes, and they're just asking them pick a name out of these two names. We're gonna say. Uh, they get The Rock to do it. The Rock looks like there weren't cell phone cameras in 2007, but it looks like you filmed it on a cell phone the camera. The one guy you probably could have paid like 20 bucks to come down. He could nope. not be fucking bothered. Fuck you guys. Uh, yeah. You know, this is... and I I think this happened in the, uh, the build-up to the feud, but also it hap- happens here. Uh, Trump drops real money. He, yeah. does it, he pulls a JBL, but he drops real money. Oh, you're missing the my favorite entrance of the night. Go for it. The barbershop gets an oh, entrance. Oh, yeah, I didn't even I didn't the get barber, there yet. Okay, so this is a, a hair I was match. still in, like, the, the package of, like, what happened. In, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, the, the money thing... thing happens during this. That's why I okay, thought you jumped you to. I yeah, so the, the setup is that uh, Vince and Trump uh, don't like each other, and so they get minorities to do the work for them. <laughs> and they each pick a... a I love it so I much. I like to say Centurion. I love it so much. Yes, where Bobby Lashley will be fighting for Donald Trump and Umaga will be fighting for Mr. McMahon. Um and then they the uh I think they bitch slapped each other in the premise to, in the in the the lead up to this. Does uh, Trump ever actually get hit? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. 
But yes, a ragtime, a traveling barbershop <laughs> rolls to the ring. It's so great. It's so fucking great. Yes. Um, there's it has its own entrance music. <laughs> it's just ragtime. Yeah, it's great. There's The celebrities are all uh, the winners of contests that Trump owns, right? <laughs> um, when oh. they're coming out, there's a clear, this is stupid sign. Which is accurate. <laughs> this is so, so dumb. I love it so much. Donald Trump is introduced. Uh, he is the star of the mega hit show, <laughs> The Apprentice. You know Donald Trump wrote that. That's wrote amazing. Co- he writes his own copy, guys. He comes out to what they now use as the Money in the Bank theme. Just, I didn't know that. It's like money, 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 but not really. It's like We're a ripoff. We're not going to pay for this. <laughs> exactly. If you play it backwards, that's what it says. Uh yeah, and then um, they're talking about how rich Trump is, and I think the king says he's got a Persian rug made out of real Persians. <laughs> um, if Trump is president, what's a country, what's a what's a people that he will have to deal with on the international stage? The Iranians. Do you think it's good that he has a Persian rug made out of Persians? I think that Ted Cruz should use this against him. <laughs> how is, like, seriously, I'm still, like, shocked. The fact that not one candidate has used this against him makes me root no, for Trump. No, you, you shouldn't be shocked at all. You guys are fucking like no. Just just what? use what he says now. No, no, this is better. <laughs> no, it's funnier. Yeah, ironically, that makes it better. No, no, sincerely. No, but you can't. Oh, I figured you're... out. You know what the most sincere song of all time is? What? Fuel by Metallica. Okay. Here's why. It's a, about a. It's a dumb man pretending to be a dumb car that wants to drink gasoline. I think they should have just cut the middleman out and drank the fucking <laughs> gasoline. <laughs> I think there's a Metallica theme in like coming up. This is going to be the RNC convention. <laughs> I am gonna the RNC. This is the RNC. Yeah, it's good. They're gonna have a barbershop coming down. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be everyone like gets amazing. free haircuts and they drop money. From Here's the, the thing that's weird about this match is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, match is fine because both these guys could wrestle. But of course, there's they're gonna have some interference. Stone Cold's the ref. Yes, uh, he comes in a his his new gimmick is arrive, raise hell, leave, which is basically what he does post. Uh, Post wrestling career, mm-hmm. um, you know i I think I I said the match is pretty boring. Actually, in my notes. Now that I'm looking back it's, at no, it, no, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing that it gets boring at right. points, but it's way better than you thought it would be for a gimmick match. It's 13 minutes long. Yeah, six of those minutes are pretty much an excuse for Shane McMahon to do bad things. Right, and Shane does once again the coast to coast with the garbage can. He doesn't really make it this time. No, he's gotten a little older. It looks like it hurts. Yeah, uh, and I like that Shane and Vince are together again as family. It's, it's a nice story. Uh, at some point, Trump clotheslines McMahon. Mm-hmm. He runs out on the. Neither of them is in the ring. Um, and then, uh, you know, Austin had gotten the Simone spike from Umaga, which had allowed Shane to get in and put on his ref shirt. So, of course, Umaga's getting stunned, and Lashley spears him for the win. Um, and then it's just what happens after. Uh, Did you Austin mention match? that Trump clotheslines Vince McMahon? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. And that got lost. That should not get lost. That should not get lost in it. Is that yes? Trump did close line. Vince then they Kennedy celebrate. Well, Trump celebrates. Uh, sorry, no. Stone Cold celebrates with beer. Mm-hmm. Once again, I sound like a child. And then the man got the beer. And then he gets. Did you notice that he gives one to Trump? And yes. Trump just like throws it. Oh, on the ground. <laughs> he doesn't even <laughs> pretend to drink beer. Shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I mean, first they like strap. <laughs> he uh, Stone Cold stuns both Shane and and Vince. They strap, once again, the barber chairs with the straps on it. It's a very scary barber shop. Oh, yeah, they actually shave his head. They shave his head, clippers, and then they, like, go with a closer razor. And uh, 
Yeah, but then, of course, Stone Cold uh, stuns Trump and just leaves, because why wouldn't you? <laughs> the fact that Stone Cold... Okay, the fact that Trump took it, you got to admit, like, okay, that's pretty... He's done on the joke. Like, he gets it. Yeah. It's so bad. It's the worst it's, looking. They couldn't have practiced it. But it makes it so much better. Because <laughs> it looks like it really hurt him by doing it that way. Right. Just not taking the bump right. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, I'm not joking. Kind of great. Yeah. Stone Cold in his chaotic Fuck neutral Stone phase. Cold. Yeah. The ring, by the way, we've seen rings where Stone oh Cold has gosh. bled all over it. Um, and then they had to go wrestle some more on it. This now has like hair and shaving cream. Ugh. And Donald Trump on it. Like, it's our perfect time for our Divas Lumberjack match. Yes. Uh, the lumber. So the Lumberjills. They're not Lumberjacks. Ugh. Um, they're not even in ring gear. Like, this is so stupid. I don't know who most of these people are. Mickey James, Layla, Jillian Hall, Candice Michelle, Kelly Kelly, Trinity, Tori Wilson, Brooke, Crystal, Marshall, Michelle McCool, Maria, and Victoria. Michelle McCool is married to Undertaker. The rest all just sound like stripper names. It's Molina versus Ashley. Molina's apparently a legit wrestler. This is for the women's belt, by Neither the way. Neither of them are. They're referred to as divas, but they, are, they still have a women's championship. Correct. Ashley was the winner of the Playboy search. Okay. And Molina comes out with fake paparazzi. Uh, the match doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about it's it. It's horrible. Call at one point says that they're, the match is all about jealousy, which they still say. Um, they fuck up the pin, and then there's a ring-wide cat fight. 2007. And then... Little John Cena with his little spinner belt. <laughs> when you said Little John Cena, Lil no, John I actually Cena. I like that as a mashup. Um, How that's got to happen. That's there's got to be a ton of those out there. I'm gonna find it after this, so you can add it in. So we get the package, and this is the you know dramatic package of the night. The real storyline here. Um, they were they were tag champs together. Did you notice that this is the oddest video package in terms of production? No. How so? It doesn't start with any, um, like, metal music or, like, modern-day hits. You're like, I have no context. There's and no there's no, there's no um, commentary. It's like an instrumental guitar, like, I'm walking on the beach, Viagra-type commercial entrance, like, music. Yeah, I said dramatic. But not dramatic, just <laughs> odd. Okay. Like, Enya-ish, like, Enya-adjacent, very not what you'd expect from anything wrestling-related let alone for your headlining match. Yeah, I think sometimes... Without words. They confuse, yeah, like what drama is and, and like what type of music you would need for that. Then there are strings in an epic score. Once the strings okay. in the epic score come in, that's when we actually have some narrative of what the fuck is going on. Yeah, which is basically that Michaels had promised not to turn on Cena, and there's all these opportunities where they kept... He kept, you know, could have turned on him, uh, and he didn't until, like, the very... Until the go-home show. They finally gave him Sweet Chin music. Um and then we get our intros, which are great. So so Shawn Michaels, who's 41 years old, comes out to the DX theme. He's only 41 at this point? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, he looks like garbage. I thought he was like 50. But he can still work. Oh, no, no, he can still work, yeah, but yeah. Is, he looked like he's 50. Before he found Jesus. No, he's found Jesus at this no, point. No, no, before oh, yeah, he yeah, found yeah, Jesus, yeah. he did a lot of living. Good for him. A lot of, a lot of cocaine in. Uh <laughs> That's not a verb. So, no, so he comes out to DX, uh, as ever, yeah. takes so long. The worst fucking song in wrestling history. Yes. but then, That includes Donald Trump's the song. That includes Vince McMahon's song. That no includes chance. Every Divas song. The DX song is the worst song in history. 
in wrestling. Okay, I was gonna say that's a uh, high bar. Best song in history, Fuel by Metallica. Okay. This is the worst song. Okay, I think in one of the manias coming up, they use so Unfor- Unforgiven Memory. Too. No, the Memory, Memory remains. remains. I think. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that on that same album as Fuel? No, Fuel's on Reload. You fucking jamoke. What's Memory Remains on? Load. Gives a shit. It might actually be. I think it's actually I motherfucker. It's, no, I think you're wrong. I think it's on load. Well, you you can do that, or actually, I'll I'll fact check it. You tell me what. How does Cena get to the arena? Okay, guys, I don't know if you know this, but Detroit—that's where they make cars. And if there's one thing about John Cena that you guys know, it's that he loves America, which means he loves American cities. So how is he gonna get to the ring like any American would in a fucking muscle car? Now, a lot of athletes, and John Cena is an athlete. A lot of athletes would have like gotten to the arena hours before and maybe stretched out beforehand or worked out or like maybe done some push-ups, you know, get in get ready for the match. Not John Cena. John Cena speeds to the fucking match because he's got shit to do. He was probably visiting to make a wish kid because he's a good man. He drove to the arena, threw the arena, and then threw a big plain gla- <laughs> plate of glass. <laughs> and then what happens? Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's driving recklessly throughout Detroit. A very empty Detroit. Yeah. Well, that's kind of accurate. Don't do that. No, it, it was. Okay, also, so, uh, Memory Remains is on Reload, asshole. Fuck you. I remember because I, I stole it. Who oh, you stole it. So we probably had your DX shirt on, too. Yeah. I told Master to suck it. <laughs> Uh, they they describe uh, it, it's funny. Um, this is where Cena is clearly supposed to be the face. Oh, it's great! And like anything of the last decade, he's divisive at best. There's signs. There's one that says Cena enough, which is how I feel about John Cena. I not me. I know. I'm a big fan. Uh, how do you feel about him not being a third tier? Are you are you mentally prepared for that to happen? Oh, he'll be there. He just won't wrestle. No, do you think? That he'll show up at all. When he's hurt, it's just like, he doesn't like you to remind that he's human. Like, he didn't show it's, up. It's a different thing now. Like, every every time, they, every Raw and SmackDown since then, there's been, like, tw- Twitter updates, Instagram updates of John Cena's health and well-being. And the fact that he's in Total Divas, he can't miss it. We'll see. Don't we'll do a prop bet. Ever fuck. I'll do a fucking prop bet about John Cena showing. He's a man. He will show up. You can't up. bet America. Sorry. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. I really love. You know, remember the, the Hulk hands, like the giant yes. Hulk hand. They're like giant John Cena. <laughs> Did you notice those? No. They have the word life with the pinky fingers. <laughs> They're like officially sanctioned. Officially sanctioned John Cena. I Hulk gotta hands. get some of those. <laughs> I only buy the kids' championship belt. I don't buy the hand. I'm not a weirdo. You want to talk about the actual match? Yeah, I do now? actually. <laughs> no, it's there's a couple things. Mostly the t- like. HPK is like, all right, sorry I kicked in the face, offers his hand, and Cena's like, no, man, I don't trust you. Exactly. And uh, so HPK's like, well, you're being the punk about it. So he slaps him in the face and gives him a crotch chop because he's a 41-year-old man. Yeah. Um, this match is about 29 minutes, 29 and a half, and, um, you know, Michaels dominates. And, and hitting hard, those chops sound great. There's a few moves that are just super great too. The FU into a DDT. Yes, when he, he counters a FU into a DDT. That's awesome. There's a springboard moonsault on the table, which doesn't even really hurt Cena. It's just to show like this is what I'm willing to do. Um, he works his he uh, Michaels works Cena's leg for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's and then the comeback is he misses and goes into the uh, the ring post. At that point, he blades. 
But, um, okay, so here's the thing. He worked it for a third of the match. Cena's leg is like, he can't walk on it. They're telling that story. And then as soon as they do the comeback, Cena stops selling the leg for the rest of the match. Maybe because he was tricking Michaels. Yeah, he was tricking him by not knowing how to <laughs> be a wrestler. Um, the comeback sequence, like those same moves he always does, that actually gets booed. Um, and at this point, um, Michaels uh, kicks the ref by accident. And so now we've got some some time to do what they want. So at this point, it's like, yes, he's gonna he's done everything he can. He is he's older and sl- and slower and not as strong, not as big. So he's got to equalize it. So they he uh, Michaels gives Cena a pile driver on the ring steps. Yeah, that looks which great. has been banned at least since '97 or 2000, depending. There's no like which one of those things we're never gonna find because no one's ever gonna admit it. Super well done because it's super hard to tell if it was botched. Yes, because they don't do regular. This is the old style sit down pile drivers. They just do not do them anymore. So when you do see it, it's like blood now. It's so rare to see blood that when you see it, you're like, "Oh, this is really good." At this point, you hadn't seen a pile driver really a, because like it's this. incredibly irresponsible. Because people, because they, the last time someone did a pile driver, they ended, they basically ended or shortened Austin's career. Um, it's interesting because you have to kind of at this point, I think they need like approval to do it. You probably need both guys to sign off on it. Punk and Cena had this amazing match in 2013. I don't know if it's in the run-up to their, that awesome Money in the Bank match or if it's sometime after. But 2013? Yes. Okay. Punk and Punk and Cena. So, I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no, no. Never mind. The Money in the Bank is like 2010 or 2011. Yeah. So, yeah. Never mind. So, it's yeah, it's way after 2013. And uh, they're both like, I think Cena did a Hurricane Rana. And Punk did a pile driver, and I think I got in trouble for it. But it was he was in his fuck you stage, so he didn't care. But anyway, um, Cena either bladed or did the hard way by getting pile driving his step, so he's blo- bloody as it well. It looked like he did it the hard way. Yeah, based on where it was bleeding. Yeah, and uh, you know now now HBK he's equalized the match, so he does when they get back in the ring, he does his kip up and the elbow drop, tune up the band, uh, but it's countered. I think I think Cena just like clotheslines the shit out of him. Um, and he finally hits the FU slash attitude adjustment. Um, but yeah, there's this amazing sequence of counters where he's uh, where Cena's going for an FU off the second rope, but then uh, Michaels turns into a crossbody, back into a FU, goes for sweet chin music, goes for STFU twice, and Michaels turns it into like a cradle pin. And it's like it's like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And that's the part where Cena actually can wrestle. And that's the part I don't understand. It's like, why do you guys hate him so much? Because he could actually do the thing. There are so many other guys that you could hate throughout the years that like couldn't do the thing, but he right. can do the things. Because it gets frustrating. Because the the whole thing of this becomes that he does the uh, the STFU um, and, and keeps doing it until he wins. Um, so eventually uh, Michaels taps out. Um, but then he wants to shake hands and Michaels is like, fuck you dude. And and walks. And then he like salutes him. So it's like Cena's always, that's the, the part where it's like, yeah, it's, it's fine. That's his character though. I get it. It's right. that's how do you, how is that worse than like pumping up the Hogan thing? Oh, well if you every Hogan's the worst thing, but he's not cause he's still getting like arenas full of people up until six months ago cheering for the guy. Yeah, no, but he's still the worst. Cena's never been the worst. That's the thing. No, I don't think Cena's the worst. I think it gets frustrating to watch because you have a great match, and it doesn't matter who wins. It just there's there's part of it that's like, 
the I think the shaking hands thing, like his character of like that he's kind of just this smug asshole who's he's Captain not, America. He's, smug, he's Captain America. He's not a smug asshole. Yeah. He's Captain America. All right, then it ends with a horrible recap video and a uh, real quick, simple premise. I think that instant nostalgia is worse than butt rock. Yeah, that I, I go with that. I mean, it's that that butt rock ballad is is really bad. Um, but the trying to compare Kali getting body slammed to Andre getting body slammed is not the same thing. The the divas match is a very big part of the video montage, even the, though it's the shortest match of the night. The butt rock one or the saliva montage? Because then they do Ooh, a it second. Morse into one. I think it's the saliva part. Okay, because the saliva one is like that's when they go to the extreme. Um, yeah, I think and John Cena's car plays a bigger role than most of the matches in the recap, as it should. I think the my my takeaway just from this and from this era is that, you know, this this is actually probably seen as best WrestleMania match. Um, is it really? Yeah. Okay. And we'll find out in the next few. And uh, it's not even in Michael's top five. Whatever. Fuck Michael. Right, right. But and it's there's interesting. Not that you would because it's a lot of a lot of wrestling to watch. But there's a the rematch they did this on Raw, like a, m- a month later. Um, they did like a 55 minute rematch. Except they worked it the other way. They leaned into the fact that Michaels was the babyface. They let Cena work. And then at the end, like you were saying with Undertaker, basically he wins this non-title match. He picks up the belt, and Cena's like knocked out cold. He did two Sweet Chin Musics. He's not knocked out. And Michaels takes the belt to him, and he's like, I don't need this like to know I'm better. And just like drops it and leaves. Or like lifts so it and then drops and leaves. Um, even with Trump, I like 22 more. Yeah. Uh, that's the last we'll see of Trump unless he shows up at, at oh, WrestleMania he's Star. Up. He is showing up. Here's a, and, the, and the final note. If if everyone on the roster is like, oh, I just want to be the guy, learn how to be funny on camera. Like I watched that seven minutes in heaven with Cena from two weeks ago. Yeah. No one else on the roster could do that. Right. He's the quickest guy in terms of wit. That's all this you is. you see Sisters yet? Not yet. Have you? Yeah, and he does once he again great? steals the scenes. He's amazing in Trainwreck. Yeah. He's funnier than he's quicker and funnier and smarter than everyone else in the card. If you think you're that good, just get that good. It's not that difficult. You're all strong just work men. Work on your craft. That it's all this fucking is. Every wrestler that just talks shit about Cena is just like, well, you should be funnier and nicer, and people will like you more. The end. Stop complaining about others and just be great. Why don't you like CM Punk? Fuck that, man. <laughs> Well, this is the John Cena era. I'm currently so wearing a Blackhawks hoodie, too. I'm going to see if you're saying these same things when you watch six more of his headline matches that are Oh, sure, garbage. because it's I don't blame him. The no. same way I didn't really blame Hogan. So like, if you can get away with it, get away with it, man. I mean, it's, that's Good the, for you. That's the Nash thing. Just like just do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It. As yeah. an adult big Kevin Nash fan, who would have thought? <laughs> and that's why I like JBL, too. Fucking figure some shit out. Yeah. I like guys that just don't complain all the fucking time. Fuck Michaels, yay Cena. That's my controversial statement. Hustle, loyalty, respect, like those gangsters taught us in 22. <laughs>